Broadcasting from an undisclosed location. The Battle Station. Shane's House. It's the All Seeing Eyes Podcast. I wish we could Trump wash our hands of this whole situation. Yes. So like Lennon said, and like you said, I feel like the last couple of days, some decades have happened. Yeah. We've got, since we last recorded, which was a couple weeks ago, uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Combs was fired. J. Combs. J. Crew was fired. Um, as the director of the FBI. As the director of the FBI. James Comey, you'll remember, was the um, Obama appointee. I believe he's an Obama appointee. Or I think he was actually a Bush appointee. He was right. a Bush appointee. He a Bush appointee. Who was uh, in charge of the Hillary investigation and by proxy, or not by proxy, but by dint of being head of the FBI, was in charge of the Russia investigation. Yep. Into Trump. Into the election in general. And, you know. More specifically, Trump. Trump. So Trump fires him. At first he says... Basically, what it seems like happened is Trump wanted to fire this guy. Right. But his people, because of Russia, not because like Russia told him to or anything like that, but because of the Russian investigation. Yeah. His people probably said, that's not a great look. Yeah. Let's come up with something else. And so he had Rod Rosenstein write a letter saying that because of his mishandling of the Clinton investigation, he should be removed from his post, um, which Trump then did. And then Trump immediately blew the cover of that by admitting to Lester Holt that it was because of Russia and that he made the decision himself. Right. And in an interview. In an interview. There's no. There's no. It's no secret tape. It's no. It's a it wasn't a gotcha question. With Lester Holt. It was just like, yeah, nah. I was gonna fire him anyway. It was my yep. decision. And then he revealed code word level secrets to the Russian ambassador um, and foreign minister Sergei Kislyak and Lavrov in a meeting. That the American press was not allowed to attend. But the Russian press was. But the Russian press was. Also during which he referred to James Comey as a nut job. Yeah. And so that he was relieved to uh, be rid of him. Um, Sergei Kislyak is also suspected of being a spy for the Kremlin, by the way. What, um, what an easy job these days, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just walk into a room with a guy. <laughs> yeah. You flatter him a little bit. Um, so amidst all this brouhaha where everything looked really bad, uh, Rod Rosenstein... Oh, no, and oh, then Comey... There's more, there's more. Comey released a memo saying that Trump had asked him to stop the investigation of Michael Flynn. Yeah. Which is potentially really bad. That's potentially obstruction of justice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Rod Rosenstein, the assistant uh, uh, attorney general, deputy attorney general, the DAG. Um, DAG, yo. DAG, yo. He... Uh, Decided to appoint a special counsel, a uh, young whippersnapper named Robert Mueller, mm-hmm. who was the uh, predecessor of Jim Comey's yeah. as FBI director. He was a uh, he was he was a Bush appointee, old Bush, no old, old man no, Bush, no, no. young man Bush. Oh, he was a Bush appointee. Um, you know what? I think Comey was an Obama appointee. I'm gonna look it up. I got it right here. I got it right here. James Comey. Uh, appointed in 2013 by Barack Obama. Oh, so shut my mouth. Yeah, you you were you were uh, writing checks to your 
history couldn't cash. <laughs> maybe um, maybe I conflated uh, Comey with the uh, with the Mueller. Guy. With yeah. Mueller, yeah. Because um, Mueller was was a Bush appointee who became Obama's FBI director and then was replaced. Yeah. Um, but so he because of the because of the pool noodle incident. We don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about it. Uh, but so Mueller's not Mueller. It's Mueller. Mueller. Um, apparently. Yeah. Hey, well, this is America. Yeah. It's Mueller. It's right? Mueller. The tough Mueller. Um, Mueller. Fox is, Mueller. Fox. <laughs> Dana Comey and Fox <laughs> Mueller. Um, Dana Comey and Fox Mueller. <laughs> that could be also a good name for an episode. Yeah, that'd be, yeah. Uh, if we did one that's just about this topic. Yeah. Um, so, but Mueller doesn't fuck around. He's independent and he's not a Trump guy. He will be leading the investigation. Special investigation. Yeah. yeah. In, into the Trump Russia stuff. Well, just the election in general. And right. by and Michael Flynn and Carter Page and Paul Manafort and James Comey, the whole thing, and apparently already they're making they're moving fast as hell because apparently Jared Kushner is already a person of interest in the yep. investigation. Old Kushball, old Cushy Pushy. Um, I don't like that. That's one. what I call him when I fuck him. Um, <laughs> when you cuck him, when I cuck him. There are two things about Jared Kushner that I kind of like. Okay. One looks great in sunglasses. I was gonna say that picture is goofy, but also kind of cool. <laughs> like, I I can't pretend that part of me is not like nice yeah. when I see that picture. Yeah, it, it you know it's... he looks cool. He looks like a movie star. Yeah. Um, and second of all, I really kind of respect the way that he slow motion iced Chris Christie. <laughs> like that's so fucking cold. Yeah. In such a horrific gangster long game. It was glacial. It was glacial. I slow was like, and cold. I was like, fuck dude, that's brutal. Like that's the complete psychic destruction of another human being. And I respect that. So respect and fear it. Mm-hmm. Um, also apparently Paul Manafort is a person of interest. In the investigation. Um, which, fucking obviously. Mm. So, Shane. Yeah. Let me hear it straight from the hosey's mouth. Yeah. Um, which is a great pun that I'm surprised <laughs> I've never done before. I've never heard that before. Yeah. yeah. I'm As soon as I said that, I got giddy. <laughs> um, That's going to be a new segment on this show. Straight yeah, from the hosey's mouth. The, hey, let's throw it to straight from the hosey's mouth. <laughs> um, tell me... What you think is fucking going on with all this? All right, I think that there is. Uh, here's the thing: there's probably some Russia collusion in certain levels of the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Trump is any sort of plant or shill. Yeah. He's just one of the most easily manipulatable people on the planet. Yes, with that much power and authority. Yes, uh, absolutely. So, and and the thing is, like, I don't even think that necessarily there was a state level of influence at least that the american side knew about yeah russia is an oligarchy yeah. they're powerful businessmen that hold a lot of both political and financial power and i think that if anyone was doing business with the americans yeah face to face anyway it was the people with money yes and then you know they probably went on to go and and sort of you know clear all that stuff with putin etc cetera, etc cetera, yeah. the the state side of it but yeah. you know i <sighs> And I'll say this about... I, I agree with you. Yeah, that's kind of um, how I feel. The whole situation is shaking up. I, I, I do think that there's a little bit more state influence than maybe that. Mm-hmm. Just because this is Putin's MO. This is what he's trying to do. He's trying to do this all over. Where he's trying to prop up... 
right-wing nationalist candidates in order to sow chaos and weaken the West. Yeah. Right? Um, it's transparent. He tried to do it with Garrett Wilders. He failed. He tried to do it with Marine Le Pen. He failed. Um, he tried to do it with Brexit. Succeeded. And he tried, I do think he tried to do it with Trump. I do think that he saw a place where he could succeed. A lot of Trump. potential there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, I do think that he had high-level people like Flynn, like Carter Page, like Manafort, that were probably compromised by Russia. Um, by, by Russian state influence. State influence, okay. Um, and I also think that Trump himself is compromised by Russian economic influences. Yes. I think that he has a friendliness to Russia because of longstanding business ties there. Right. I don't, I, when he says that he doesn't have a relationship with Putin, I totally believe him, to be honest. Because there are interviews you can hear where he goes, where he's like, oh, Putin's a great guy, we met blah, blah, blah. I honestly think that's kind of him bullshitting. I don't think that he and Putin talk, really. I don't think yeah. that they have a relationship. <laughs> I think if they did, it would be a lot more animosity between the two people. Cause, and I think that's happening. Yeah. I think that the longer Trump's been in office, the more he and Putin are not getting along. Yeah, because Because they're... they are at cross purposes. Yeah. Because he's not a puppet of Putin's. He's just an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's honestly, it comes down to Hamlin's razor, which is the idea of never attribute to malice that which could be adequately explained by stupidity. Right. And that's the case. Like, there's not a, there's not a plot with Trump. He's just a dummy. Um, he's just so easy to put in. It's like, <laughs> it's not a plot with Trump. It's just you you build a plot, and then it's like, oh, we can just sort of push him right into exactly. this part of my plot. Exactly. You know? Yes. So I think that he's compromised by Russian interests. We just need to leave a trail of jelly beans. Exactly. <laughs> So I think he's compromised by Russian interests in to the extent that he has business ties with Russia. Yeah. With his family, especially. Um, and I do think that his campaign was infiltrated by Russia. That seems to be increasingly evident. Yeah, and, and, and um, you, you're probably right. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I don't think that the Russians hacked the election, nah. which is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think that this has all been a Russian plot. I don't even think Putin's really all that successful insofar as this is a Russian plot. Mm. I think that he got... Trump elected. Well, no, he he didn't get Trump elected. Trump got elected. Yeah, uh, neoliberalism got Trump elected. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, Democrats, we're not letting you off the fucking yeah, hook. We're not done with you, Democrats. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think that Putin. You know, you read like the Eric Garland shit. We've talked about it before. The time for some game theory guy. Oh like, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. it's that. I don't think that Putin's that good. I don't think that he's. Even succeeding. I don't think that Trump is the president he wants. Yeah. I think that Trump has kind of gone rogue on Putin a little bit. I mean, just look at Syria. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, honestly, like, I think that this is a better situation for Putin than would have been Hillary Clinton, possibly. Possibly. Yeah. Uh, probably. But it's not, I don't think it's what he expected. It's not what he expected. No. I don't think, I don't think anybody got what they expected no. with this situation. Um, also, when it comes to like shadow stuff, the DNC hacks... Seems like it was probably Russia giving hmm. it to WikiLeaks, but and this might just be because I keep an eye on right wing media sources. I can't shake the Seth Rich element to it. Yeah, which is so Seth Rich was a, a DNC staffer who was killed um, in last summer. Um, he was murdered at like three o'clock in the morning in Washington D.C. Um, the police ruled it an apparent attempted robbery. Um, but nothing was taken. He was just shot on the street outside of his house. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, like robbers do. Like yeah, like a burglar would. Yeah, exactly. And didn't take anything from his person. Um, and there have been whispers 
that he was providing information to WikiLeaks mm. from the DNC. That some of the D, like the DNC hacks, obviously, was a phishing thing. We know this already. We know how it worked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that some of the DNC leaks that coincided with that era with WikiLeaks were provided by Seth Rich, um, especially the ones about the primaries, about yeah. the fact that the primaries were basically rigged. Um, that a lot of that information they say came from Seth Rich, who was basically whistleblowing on the DNC for their actions in the primaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously then the conspiracy there, back to the theme, is that he was murdered by the DNC. Right. For... By the deep state. Yeah. Um, the thing is... The deep state national convention. Exactly. The deep state national committee. Ayo. Um, Ayo. But the, here's the thing. There's some evidence to suggest that he was in contact with WikiLeaks. Um, that's kind of come out recently. Yeah. Like uh, forensic evidence, like computer forensic evidence. Oh, I thought you meant like that he jizzed on some WikiLeaks or something. Oh, he did that too. Oh. But, oh. but everyone does that, so yeah. they couldn't track it back. Julian Assange has a vial yeah. of his semen. Also, Julian Assange has been very, very cagey about it. Yeah. About this guy in particular. Like back then, when it was happening... He implied that they had a DNC source, mm-hmm. and since Seth Rich died, he's been extremely cagey about it. Uh, here's the thing about the word cagey. Yeah. When people say it to me, I think I conflate it with the term catty. Hmm. So it's just like Julian Assange is being real catty about it. He's not. <laughs> he's maybe being a little KGB about it. Oh. No. But so, and honestly, like Fox News and Breitbart are still talking a lot about Seth Rich, obviously, because it's... That's their narrative is the DNC is a murderous entity. Right. But I still think that there might be some fire to that smoke. It's, um, it's definitely, again, with a lot of this stuff. Ah, that's weird. We should probably look into that. Yeah. And we just don't. Well, the problem is we don't, right? <laughs> we just like, don't. I'd say it's enough that it sets my alarm bells ringing. Yeah. And the, also, here's the thing. Sorry, Democrats, but the government, for the most part, is bad. And... As we're going to get into in today's episode, the U.S. government will kill people. Yeah. Like, with impunity. Just They'll straight just up murder. do it. Just murking them. Yeah, I mean, look at, was it, was it Michael Hastings, I believe, the journalist? Oh, gosh. I think it was Michael Hastings. If it's Christopher Hastings, which is the other name in my head, then I'm sorry. But I'm going to say it's Michael Hastings. He was a journalist for BuzzFeed, actually. This is like oh, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I heard about that. Yeah, who... That started, was the driver car? Yes. The driverless He car. started to get all paranoid. I think we even talked about it before. But he started to get all paranoid and saying, hey, I'm being, I'm, I'm reporting on a really big story for, for the FBI. I feel like I'm being followed. I feel like I'm being listened to. Um, if, if anything happens to me, I'm not suicidal. I'm not sick. Yeah. Like, you know, and he was getting really freaked out and he was talking to his busty people at, at his work like, hey, this is really happening. This is really freaking me out and then he dies in a single occupant car crash in the middle of the night on a street in los angeles um in a way that was totally consistent with the idea of hacking a car which recently we learned nobody's talking about this that the cia can do it Mm -hmm. so uh there's look the government can kill you okay if you're just some fucking nobody if you're just a dnc staffer or a buzzfeed journalist or fucking an activist yeah right the government can just kill you but not a podcaster though right no (laughs) nobody listens to this that's true (laughs) um no i mean honestly the more public you are probably the safer you are that's Um, yeah yeah. because 
then your disappearance is noted. Mm-hmm. Like if my if there's a reason that Michael Hastings was probably assassinated by the intelligence community, and Jeremy Scahill has not been. Yeah, from intercepted. Right. Um, because if Jeremy Scahill died mysteriously, it would be a fucking uproar. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If Glenn Greenwald disappeared, mm-hmm. like, it's why Ed Snowden's still alive too. Honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I. I don't think anything would have stopped that. I don't think. And look, Obama's probably the best president I'm going to have in my lifetime. I don't think anything would have stopped him from disappearing Snowden right the fuck out of the Moscow airport if he wasn't as famous as he was. Yeah. Um. So, I guess don't fight the power. Just accept it. Yeah. Or just, else it'll kill you. Just lay back and, and close your eyes. Lay, lay back and think of England. Um, <laughs> Why are you thinking of England? That's an old phrase. No, I know. Oh, okay. It's just in this case. Like... Because it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Brexit happened. Well, maybe not. Who knows? <sighs> yeah. Like, I, I still feel like Brexit... I feel about Brexit the way I felt about the Avengers in 2011. Where I was like, maybe this isn't going to happen. Like, maybe this is just going to fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to make it to that movie. They're not going to make it to Brexit. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Especially because Corbyn's starting to pull forward in the uh, election. Hmm. And if Corbyn wins... Hachimachi. He's, he's pumping them brakes. I think he's going to pump them brakes hard. Mm. Um, hey, don't slam on the brakes. Pump them, all right? Hey, pump, hey, listen. Pump the brakes. If you're thinking about slamming v. pumping, maybe that was settled. Pump them. Pump them. <laughs>